Hello, my loves, and welcome back to With Love from Logan. I am your host, Logan Dawson. I am a self-love healer and embodiment coach, which means I am all about helping you love yourself on a deeper level, wake up to your worth, and ultimately step back into your power. On this podcast, we'll be getting real, raw, and unfiltered, but do not worry, it will all be with love. I I had to say it. Hi, and welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy that you are here and that you decided to press play. Today, we are talking about literally one of my favorite things of all time. And honestly, I don't know why it has taken me this long to record an entire episode about morning routines or just like routines in general, rituals, routines, morning, nighttime, like routines are so 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 important they can make or break your morning they can make or break your entire day they can make or break your evening routines are really important so I wanted to dedicate an entire episode to morning routines because maybe this is a hill that I am willing to die on maybe this is just common knowledge not sure but your morning routine is a thousand billion trillion times more important than your nighttime routine. Nighttime routines are obviously extremely important because how you wind down is kind of like how well you sleep and then that will obviously go into the morning but your morning routines are they're sacred and they're so important and they need to be taken care of and they need to be intentional and thought about and you know there's so many things that I feel like us, we as a society, we forget or we try to do or there's just, it's a mess when it comes to morning routines. And I think that I would sit here and confidently blame social media and Instagram and TikTok for what we think that we have to do for morning routines. Like I'm so tired and maybe this is like hypocritical of me because the content I do post is aesthetic that's just, I love creating aesthetic content. I don't know. It's just, I, I enjoy it. That's my vibe. That's that's the energy I put into my content. But I'm also sitting here saying that I am so tired of seeing people talk about morning routines or share videos about morning routines and have it be kind of like a be all end all when it comes to looking aesthetic. Um And what I mean by that is like if you Google, not Google, what the fuck, if you go on TikTok or if you go on Instagram and you search like best morning routine or how to make a morning routine or morning routine ideas, the only videos you're going to see are going to be, you know, wake up at 6 a.m., go put uh, an ice roller on your face, make a green juice, then put coconut oil in your hair and then do yoga for an hour and then meditate for 20 minutes and then journal you know what I mean like it's like this whole process and don't get me wrong a lot of those things in those types of videos are really important to do and I will we're gonna dive into all of that don't worry but I wanted this episode to serve as like 
a reality check that your morning routine does not have to be aesthetic. Your morning routine does not have to fit inside this box of like cute and pretty and self-care. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe this is just an episode for another time, but you know, I feel like with social media growing and with video content growing, I feel like we are straying away from like the purpose behind these morning routines, behind, you know, skincare and meditating and journaling and grounding, going outside and touching grass or grocery shopping. Like there are so many different things that I feel like a lot of it is just done for aesthetic purposes. Um, and like, I'll sit here, I'll, I'll admit I'm, I'm guilty of that for sure. Like I said, I create a lot of aesthetic content. So like, yes, I'm filming my morning routine and I'm filming my journaling and meditating and skincare. And, you know, of course there's always going to be that like gray area, but at the same time, you know, I don't want that to become the standard or the expectation that people have because it's unrealistic, you know, and, and I've always said this from the beginning that morning routines or routines in general or rituals or however you decide to structure your day, there's no right or wrong to it, you know, like there's no mold that you have to fit. So just because I wake up and I immediately, you know, drink some water and wash my face and do my skincare and stuff like that does not mean that that is going to work for you. You know, other people wake up at 6 a.m. and they immediately go to the gym. That's not me. Sorry. Like I wake up at 830 and I take my time in the morning. But for other people, it's completely different, you know, so I think that's another another thing that another issue <laughs> that I have with these like how to structure your morning routine and it's like all of this unrealistic stuff or maybe it's realistic for the person creating it but for the person watching it it's not always going to be realistic so which is why yes I am going to share with you my morning routine and what's really working for me now but at the same time I want to give you a little reminder of like take what works for you, leave the rest, feel free to move things around that fits your schedule. And at the end of the day, it's really all just about making sure that you are starting the day off on the best foot, like energetically, you're filling your cup, you feel refreshed and renew and regrounded. And, you know, there's so many different ways that you can create a morning routine. It's kind of like a puzzle, but there's hundreds and thousands and maybe infinite ways of putting that puzzle together. And it all depends on what you like to do and what makes you feel good. That's another thing that I've really had to like work on in the past when it comes to my morning routine. And even now, if if I'm doing something and all of a sudden over time, it feels like it's becoming a chore or I feel like I'm forcing it or, and I will admit this has happened, I'm only doing it for the video or I'm only doing it for the picture or I'm only doing it so I can bring my phone and document it and post it on my story. I've done that and like it's 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 definitely an eye-opening thing because 
when you really peel back the curtain and you look at why you're doing what you're doing, is it because it genuinely makes you feel good and and it helps you kind of stay grounded throughout your day? Or are you only doing it because, you know, you're going to post a photo of it? Are you only doing it because so-and-so on TikTok told you that you have to do it? You know, there's there's a fine line between doing something that you genuinely want to do and that makes you, your own person, feel good and doing things because you think that you have to do it. And so I want to pull back the curtain. I want to share with you not only what my morning routine is and how it's kind of evolved over the years, but also share with you some things that could help you stay grounded throughout the day that can help you wake up on a lighter note and not, you know, beat yourself up or have this lengthy morning routine or, you know, be stuck on your phone for the first half of your day. I have been there. I have done that. I still have days and I will get into kind of like the psychology behind that because I recently learned it and it's very, very interesting why we do that and why being on your phone for so long in the morning or even just reaching for your phone first thing in the morning can have such a such an impact on like your mindset and your mental clarity throughout the rest of the day. So that is that's a little intro about what we're going to be talking about. I'm very very excited because I I don't even know if I would consider myself a morning person. I listen, over my entire health and wellness journey, I mean I'm still on a health and wellness journey. We're all still on a health and wellness journey. It's just something that's going to be ever evolving and ever changing. But I remember like years and years ago when I was in the midst of like my disordered eating, my obsession with exercise, my obsession with weight loss and my body and and just that whole like messy, murky period of my life. I remember my morning routine consisted of only the things that I thought that I had to do, right? And it was, it wasn't things that I enjoyed doing. That was like, that was such a huge red flag that I think I, well, I don't think, I know I overlooked because, you know, I was waking up at, and I hate myself for this, I was waking up at literally like 6.30 in the morning. I would immediately roll out of bed. I would go downstairs or just do it in my room I would roll out my yoga mat and I would do yoga first thing in the morning. Like I was half awake. I was still in my pajamas. Like my eyes were fucking still closed. You know what I mean? Like I'm literally half asleep doing yoga for like a half hour, an hour, whatever it was. And then I would go outside and I would go for a walk. Um, And I would walk probably for like an hour. Me, like, mind you, I was in school, so a lot of my classes started at around, like, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, um, so if I wanted to do all of this stuff in the morning, I had to get up early, and so I would go for a walk, I would come back, I would make a smoothie, um, and I forget what else I was doing, it was so long ago, but point being was that I hated nothing more, I literally dreaded waking up so early every single day like I 
I can't even tell you how much I hate waking up early. If it's before eight o'clock, don't talk to me because <laughs> like I hated it. And the whole yoga thing, I mean, yes, okay, yoga is nice when you're doing it, but like just that whole morning, the whole morning routine that I had, I did not feel energetically refreshed after that. You know what I mean? I did not feel like, oh, I'm awake and I feel good and I'm happy. And it was just every single day. And I'm like, mind you, I was doing this for like probably like a year. Like it was like a, a long time that I was like forcing myself to do this morning routine because all the influencers I watched, everybody on YouTube that I watched, TikTok wasn't really a thing, um, but everybody on Instagram that I followed that's what their morning routine was. They would wake up early. They would do yoga. They would do Pilates. They would go to the gym. They would go for walks. They would have coffee with like all of this extra stuff, all these supplements and protein powders and smoothies. And and I looked at them and because I was in such a negative and dark place in my life, I looked at them and I was like, well, I want to be like them. I want to look like them. I want to have the life they're living. I want to have that lifestyle. So I'm going to do what they're doing because if I do what they're doing, then I will be like them and my life will look like that and my body will look like that. And and that's where I think that gray area really comes into place because when you look at one side of it, it's like, okay, yes, waking up and moving your body can be beneficial. Waking up and getting outside can be beneficial. Waking up and going in the sunlight first thing in the morning and walking or just moving, like I said, moving your body can be beneficial. So that morning routine, it's not like there's anything bad about it. It was just something that didn't fill my cup. It didn't align with me. And so over the years, it's really been the last four or five years, I have really changed the way that I view my morning because a lot of it was like, if I sleep past and this was like another thing that I had to get over if I sleep past like 7 30 I'm lazy I'm a failure I'm unproductive I'm not worthy of x y and z like I was taking my morning routine and I was making that define who I was and what I was worthy of and what I deserved and how capable and my potential and and all of that like I was making that define who I was you know what I mean and so yeah it's been a lot of and and you know when I say it's been a lot of inner work with my morning routine it sounds silly because it's like oh it's just a morning routine but you know when you are coming from a place that you use your routines and your rituals and the practices that you do every day, if you're using that to define who you are or if you're using it to change the definition of either how you feel about yourself or how others perceive you, like that's just another red flag because that morning routine isn't there to serve you. It's really there to create this, create more validation either for yourself or from other people or how you are perceived and that's not the point of a morning routine your morning routine your practices how you wake up how you start your day has nothing to do with anybody else and I know that sounds like common sense but I think it's a reminder that a lot of us need because like I said with 
you know, social media and Instagram and TikTok, we are constantly flooded with the quote unquote, like literally quote unquote, perfect morning routine or perfect day in the life or perfect what I eat in the day or perfect recipes. And it can make it really, really difficult to not feel like we have to do those things because we want to have that life and we want to have that lifestyle and maybe the person that you're watching has the body that you desire you know what I mean like it could literally be anything but I think that's the problem with social media is it creates this expectation or it creates this standard that if we do x y and z then we'll have this life or this body or this success or whatever it is and so yeah I've over the past four or five years I've really had to like heal those stories and those expectations and that standard that I put on myself to be a certain way just because I think that's what I had to do you know what I mean so my morning routine now this is what I do Like I said, take what works for you, leave the rest, maybe use it as inspo, whatever it is. My morning routine now is very, very simple. It's, it probably takes 15, 20 minutes and it's really not anything like that I have to go out of my way for. Um, It comes very natural to me and I think that is also really important when it comes to morning routines is making sure that it fits in your day naturally and I'll also dive into some tips um, that have really helped me kind of create like a very natural uh, energetically grounding routine so I usually wake up around 8 30 depends when Christian and I go to bed we always go to bed at the same time um if we go to, I mean, we usually go to bed around like 1230, 1245. We're just, we're just like late night people. Um, which I think this is what I was saying earlier, but I went off on like a whole thing. I don't know if I would consider myself a morning person because I do really, really love my morning routine, but only if it's happening after like 830. <laughs> So like consider me a morning person or maybe I'm a, I'm a night person. I don't know. I, I enjoy my nights. I can stay up to like 1231, but like my morning routines just make, make me so happy. So anyways, I get up at around 830, sometimes 845, depending on when I go to bed. I get up, I will check my phone um, for about five minutes Now, I used to, and this is where I've really changed, and I'm really proud of myself. I used to, so Christian and I live in a one-bedroom apartment. We have one bathroom, and obviously, we both go in, wash our face, do stuff like that. What I used to do for the longest time is we both would get up at the same time. He would then go in the bathroom and wash his face first and do all of that, and while I waited for him, I would sit in bed and just scroll on my phone until he was done, which would typically be about 15, 20 minutes. So every morning, I was starting my day scrolling on my phone, like first thing. Like I'm not even out of bed yet. My feet have not even touched the floor, and I'm already scrolling on my phone. Now what I do 
is we both get up at the same time. I get out of bed. I will, you know, get dressed or whatever. And I'll, I'll admit right now, I check my phone for maybe three to five minutes. It's just something that, you know, I don't know. Especially with what I do now, I am getting a lot of emails. I'm, you know, stuff like that. Like, I will go on for maybe three to five minutes just to check, you know, if I get a new email, if my mom texted me, if just like little things like that. Like, I'm not scrolling. I'm more so just checking like my notifications because when I go to bed, I put my phone on airplane mode. That could be a whole nother episode, nighttime routines. Um, So I turn my phone off airplane mode. I see what notifications come through and then I leave it at that. Put my phone down. I get up, I um, will, you know, go out, open the blinds, I move some plants around, typically put some plants in front of windows that need to be moved, Um, have a huge, like, gulp of water, then I go into the bathroom, and I do my whole skincare routine, I do my hair care routine, which is usually just putting, like, some hair oil in, washing my face, putting on all my serums, my moisturizers, my SPF. Um, And then, which that usually takes about 10 minutes tops, then I go into the kitchen and I make warm key lime water. I've been doing this, Christian and I have been doing this for months and months and months and months now. We used to do warm lemon water, um, but the more that we were like looking into um, eating alkaline foods versus acidic foods. Long story short, you can definitely do more research into this. Google Dr. Sebi and what he is about, but basically the human body prefers to be in an alkaline state. When your body is alkaline, it fights off bacteria, viruses, cancers, so much easier. It helps with inflammation, with mood, with energy, with skin. Like your body just likes being in an alkaline state. And key limes are more alkaline than lemons. So when you start your day with warm lemon water, I don't want to say you're putting your body in an acidic state, but, you know, lemons are acidic on the pH scale. Um, And so when you start your day like that, especially if that's the first thing that you're putting in your body, it's, it's harder to then be in an alkaline state, you know? So um, I will make key lime water for, for Christian and I, it's literally very easy. You just fill a mug with some water, put a little pinch of sea salt in, put it in the microwave, two minutes, take it out. I usually do one key lime and they're small. Don't think like, if you've ever seen a key lime, they're very, very small, much, much smaller than limes. Um, I usually do one key lime per person. So I will get my little, my little lemon lime juicer, juice it in, mix it around. I'll sip on that Then after that, after I make my key lime water, I will do some hip stretches. Um, I usually do like a a deep hip stretch. It's like a deep squat. I personally, and the reason I do this every morning um, is I think I, I don't know where I read it, but it said that being able to do a deep 
squat stretch like you're literally like your butt is like maybe two to three inches off the ground like that's how deep I mean if you can do that like and you can you can keep doing it consistently like it's really going to help your mobility as you get older and I've always been somebody that was never really flexible my ankles were never flexible just like doing stretches like that have always been difficult for me so I've kind of added that to my morning routine as like a way of staying consistent with it and now I can do it which is cool because like I feel like most people can do it I never could but so I do that I do some uh deep like hip stretches that usually takes about literally like three minutes um mainly it's just me sitting in a deep squat for I don't know, three minutes, just like sitting there. Um, And then what I do is summer, it was easier because it was warm out. Now it's getting a little chillier. So I have to put on a like a heavier jacket, but I will go outside. I'll go out my front door and I will just stand in the sun for like three to five minutes. Now, the reason why this is really, really important to get sunlight first thing in the morning is because it regulates your circadian rhythm. And it also helps with your energy, with your mood. There's just sunlight. And I, this is, this could literally be dedicated to an entire other episode, but sunlight, fresh air in the morning, getting that vitamin D as soon as you wake up. Now, I don't mean like roll out of bed, go outside, but kind of like, you know, what I do is I get up, I do my skincare, I make my, my key lime water, I stretch for like three to five minutes, and then I will go outside and just stand in the sun. When it was summer and it was warmer, sometimes I would put my feet in the grass and do a little grounding practice. Um, But now, like, I just, I go outside and I just stand there. And it feels so good. And I know it sounds so simple, but honestly, the mornings where I don't do that, um, because, you know, there are always going to be days where I don't feel motivated or inspired. The days that I don't do that and I just will then sit on my phone I feel such a massive difference in my mood, in my energy, in my motivation. I feel more productive when I start my day like that. Um, So yeah, I go outside and I stand in the sun for like three to five minutes. And if you have never just woken up and gone outside in the sun, please do it. Like I'm, I'm begging you because it feels so good. Like feeling the sun on your skin, feeling the energy that's coming off of the sun, starting your day, you know, taking in that bright and flowy energy. It's just an amazing start to your day. So I do that and then I come inside and then that is typically when I will then wait for Christian to be done in the bathroom. I will check anything else that I need to. Then a little like fun thing that we do is we do, I don't know if you've ever heard of, obviously you've heard of the Wordle. It's it's just a thing. So we do the Wordle because like, I don't know, it's just fun and I guess keep your brain like moving, you know. Um, so we start the, our day with the Wordle and then also the Hurdle. The Hurdle is a really, really fun thing if you have not done it it's kind of like the wordle but with the hurdle they give you you have to guess a song it's a different song every single day and you have you start off with like it's like two seconds to see if you can guess the song and then you can keep adding like more seconds to see like how quickly you can guess it so we do those things just because it's fun 
And then sometimes I'll journal. This is kind of where I base how I'm feeling and go from there. So I will either journal, I will meditate, I will sometimes read, sometimes read my poem books. Um, This is like another gray area in my morning routine. It just depends on how I'm feeling, which is fine, you know. For the longest time, I thought that I had to meditate every single morning and I had to journal every single morning and I had to write my goals every single morning. And I was doing that for a while. There, I definitely go through phases of like, I meditated for 10 minutes every day. I pulled tarot cards every single day. I wrote my goals every single day. And I found that the more that I was doing that, it started to feel like a chore. And I'm I'm very much somebody that once something feels like a chore to me, if that spark is no longer there, I start to dislike it. I don't I don't look forward to it. I don't enjoy doing it. And right now I'm in a routine where I'm not meditating every morning, I'm not journaling every morning, I'm not pulling my tarot cards, I'm not lighting my Palo Santo like I used to, and this is something that I'm currently working on is not beating myself up over that because I think honestly it's just because of what I said earlier of social media and making you feel like, you know, if you don't start your day meditating, if you don't start your day journaling or pulling cards or lighting Palo Santo or lighting candles or going for a walk or whatever it is that your morning routine is unproductive or it's a fail or whatever it is. And so I'm really trying to embrace the things that make me feel good. And right now it's it's everything I just said. Maybe in a month or two from now, it could be something completely different. Um, I did go through, you know, a phase of meditating every single morning for like 10 minutes. And like I said, it was just feeling like a chore. And for me, that is an indicator. That's a sign that I need to take a step back. So that's what I, that's what I've been doing. And, and, you know, I actually shared this on my story yesterday that meditating and journaling, it does not have to be in the way that society portrays it. There are so many other ways to meditate. There are so many other ways to get the same benefits as journaling. You know, really journaling and meditating is just a way to sit with yourself and sit with your thoughts and sit with your emotions. And you don't have to sit with your legs crossed and put on, you know, high frequency music or a guided meditation or open up your journal and put pen to paper in order to get the same benefits. You know, so I'm, I'm also really trying to embrace that, that sometimes for me, meditating could just be in the shower. It could be standing out in the sun for five minutes. It could be, you know, doing my deep stretching, but being intentionally present with myself and how I'm feeling. And then other times I will just feel like putting on a guided meditation. Other times it will feel like journaling and actually putting pen to paper. So yeah, I... I'm enjoying exploring and experimenting with different things that make me feel good. It's definitely something that is like constantly flowing and constantly changing because who knows, a month from now, 
I will not want to go outside and get some sun, which I know that is for me a non-negotiable, which I guess kind of leads into some tips that I wanted to share when it comes to creating your own morning routine is coming up with your non-negotiables. And if you're somebody that you wake up and you immediately grab your phone and you're in that type of habit, which I do want to share with you what I learned, um, like the psychology behind why reaching for your phone first thing in the morning is not the best thing in the entire world. This will be, I guess, the first tip that I will share. And then I will go into non-negotiables because I feel like I am just all over the place in this episode. So what I actually learned recently about um, being on your phone first thing in the morning is that when you wake up, first of all, your brain goes from delta waves to theta waves. And theta waves, it's kind of just like an energy frequency of your brain. It means that your brain is much more sensitive to what you do in the morning. And with that, your dopamine levels are also highest in the morning. So what you start your day with How you start your day, the first thing that you do, maybe the first half hour, hour of your morning is going to connect with those dopamine levels. And that is what you are going to reach for. That's what you're going to crave. That's what you're going to fall into the rest of your day when you are looking for that dopamine. So in simple terms, if you wake up and the first thing that you do is scroll on your phone your dopamine levels are connecting with that feeling of scrolling on your phone. So the rest of your day, when you're feeling down, when you're feeling tired, when you're feeling unmotivated and your body is like craving dopamine, it's craving happiness, it's going to crave being on your phone and scrolling because that is how you started your day. And that's kind of where those theta waves come in because they're very sensitive. So if you start your day waking up, not touching your phone, you know, washing your face, stretching, getting sunlight. That is what's going to connect with those dopamine levels, right? So for the rest of your day, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling unmotivated and you need dopamine, your body is going to crave all of these other things besides scrolling on your phone it could be craving music it could be craving being outdoors it could be craving fresh air sunshine uh self-care right so I recently learned that and even though yes I do go on my phone for maybe three to five minutes in the morning personally I don't feel like it's enough to make me feel like I need to scroll on my phone for the rest of the day. Now, I do notice that after I do my stretching and I go outside or even if I skip going outside, usually it's when I skip going outside, I notice that after I do my stretching and I just sit and I then I will scroll on my phone, I feel like the rest of the day I keep picking up my phone and I keep scrolling and I keep going on social media and checking all of these things this actually happened recently. Um, it happened like two days ago. My screen time, and this is so embarrassing to share with you, my screen time, and I hate myself for this. 
I really don't want to say it, but my screen time was literally like eight hours. And that's a lot for me. Like usually six, six hours, anything above six hours screen time for me is a lot. Um, I try not to get there, but you know, being a content creator and having to create content, it's, it's really difficult not to. Um, but yeah, the other day my screen time was eight hours and that's, that's kind of what my morning looked like. I, I got up, I did my, my skincare and made my lime water and whatever else. And I think I stretched for like maybe a minute. I skipped going outside and then I just sat there on my phone. I did the hurdle and wordle with Christian and then I went back to scrolling on my phone. Um, and then the rest of the day, it was just when I was bored, when I whatever I was feeling unmotivated I would just reach for my phone and that is such a bad habit to get into um so that's something that I'm really self-aware of so that would be tip number one is to not scroll on your phone first thing in the morning I know it can be really hard to break that habit especially if you're somebody that does that but maybe start to cut it down to five minutes if you're somebody like me who likes to see what notifications I get, what emails I have, what text I have, whatever, knowing for me, knowing what notifications I have and then knowing that I get to come back to that later is so much better for me than like forcing myself to not even touch my phone, you know? So maybe cut it down to five minutes, maybe 10 minutes if you're like, if that is seems like not time for you at all cut it down five to ten minutes get up drink some water wash your face do skincare stretch feel the sun on your face for even if it's just three minutes like do things that fill your cup first and then you can touch your phone um that would be tip number one number two going back to those non-negotiables Pick the things and and if you're somebody that does not know what your non-negotiables are and when I say non-negotiables, I mean the things that you know for a fact like help you start your day on a better on a better note. So for me, it's skincare. I physically cannot wake up and go about my day and not wash my face and put on my serums and my moisturizers and stuff like that. For me, that's a non-negotiable. Also, having my key lime water, right? That is a non-negotiable for me. Or even just drinking water before I have coffee, that just in itself is a non-negotiable for me. Because when I start my day having maybe a sip of water and then immediately jumping into coffee, my body isn't feeling the best. My brain isn't feeling the best, right? My energy isn't feeling the best. Um, So finding those non-negotiables, finding the things that first of all, come easy to you. It's not something that you feel like you really have to go out of your way for, but the things that if you did not do them, your morning routine would feel like shit. So find those non-negotiables. If you don't know what your non-negotiables are, use this as a really exciting time to explore, to try different things, right? And to find the things that, that make you personally feel really, really good about yourself. And the last thing that I'll say, the last tip that I want to share is getting rid of as much influence and as much white noise as you possibly can. 
especially when you are consuming content that makes you feel like you have to do something in order to be productive or be attractive or, you know, like just to be something that you are desiring. Get rid of all of that influence. And before you sit here and think, well, this podcast is an influence. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. I'm helping you. And my content is here to help you. So like, don't cut out my content. Thanks. (laughs) But like, you know what I mean? If you're somebody that is like, I want to revamp my morning routine. um, And then you go on and you you search all these TikToks and, and stuff like that. That is fine to an extent to get ideas. But if you are like completely copying somebody's morning routine because you think that's what you have to do. Especially if it's things that you look at, like I see people who, like I said, get up at 6am and they'll go for a walk and they'll listen to a podcast and they'll go to the gym. If I look at that and I'm like, I really don't want to do that, I'm not going to do it. So if you're somebody that looks at certain things and you're like, oh, I really don't want to do that, but I guess I have to, full stop because that's a red flag. That is a sign that that's not for you. It's a sign that that's not going to fill your cup. It's a sign that, you know, find something else that is going to light you up, you personally, um, and then keep doing it. So get rid of all that influence. Get rid of all of the white noise and all of the people that tell you you have to do certain things in order to start your day on the right foot. Morning routines are different from every single person that you talk to. Everybody's day is different. Everybody's schedule is different. So if you're somebody that does not have a morning routine at all, or if you're somebody that, like I said, is doing things because you feel like you have to, or you're dreading different parts of your morning routine, what I would do is I would get down a piece of paper and I would write all of the things that make me feel good right? I would write down all of my non-negotiables. I would write all of the things that I enjoy doing in my morning or just things throughout my day that make me feel good. And then on the other side, I would write the things that I don't enjoy doing or things that I dread or things that I hate doing. So for me, that would be like getting up at 6 a.m. That would be drinking coffee before I have a sip of water. It could be skipping my skincare, right? Writing down all the things that I don't like doing or the things that I see other people doing that I know for a fact that I would despise. So after I have this list, I would then go through and first of all, just use the side of the things that I don't like doing as a reminder that if you see somebody doing something and you're like, oh, I want to do that, you go back and you're like, oh, actually, I hate getting up early. So No, right. I would just use that as a reminder for the side of the things that I that I know for a fact make me feel good. And the side that are my non-negotiables, I would go through. I wouldn't add everything all at once. I would go through and maybe pick one or two things to implement like every couple weeks or so and get into a habit. I think that's another thing that's really hard when it comes to morning routines is getting into the habit of doing them every morning. So what I find is like, like I said, my morning routine consists of very little things. Skincare, water slash lime water, sunshine, fresh air. That's it. Oh, and stretching. So like four things. 
maybe meditating if I feel like it, maybe journaling if I feel like it. So only picking a few things to start implementing. And when I say implement, I mean already adding it to a part of your day. So maybe for you, you really enjoy morning affirmations. Maybe for you, you really, really can feel a difference between talking positively to yourself every morning or just throughout the day. And you want to include that in your morning routine. You know, instead of carving out a whole nother time of your day, a whole nother time of your morning that maybe you feel like you don't have, add that to something that you already do. So as you're washing your face, tell yourself morning affirmations. As you're making coffee, tell yourself morning affirmations. You know what I mean? Adding things to your day, like adding things to parts of your morning that already exist. So for me, the space between making my lime water and waiting for Christian to be done in the bathroom so that we can do our little hurdle, wordle, whatever, I have about five, 10 minutes. So I could either use that time to scroll on my phone or I could use that time to stretch. I could use that time to go outside. I could use that time to journal or meditate if I really, really wanted to. That 10 minutes is already carved into my day. I'm not creating another 10 minutes. I'm not, you know, putting in time that time isn't possible, you know, that 10 minutes is already existing. And so I'm using that part of my morning that already exists to then add more habits to it. So that's what I would do. I would go through, I would take the time that I already have. I wouldn't force myself to create time that isn't there. Like I said, I know people have to get up early. I know morning routines or maybe you only have 10 more 10 minutes in your morning. Okay, use that 10 minutes and what can you fit in your non-negotiables that make you feel good and that you can get done in the in the in that 10 minutes. Right? In order to have a productive morning routine, it does not have to be 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be 30, 40, an hour. It could, your morning routine literally could be 10 minutes. And if you're filling that 10 minutes with your non-negotiables, not being on your phone, the things that make you feel good and confident and clear-minded and grounded and focused and inspired and motivated, all you need is just those 10 minutes, you know? So that's where I would start. That is where I would start if I wanted to revamp my morning routine and then you go from there. You know, if things start to feel like a chore, cut it out. If things start to feel natural, keep doing it, you know? Morning routines are personal from everybody that you meet. What could work for you maybe won't work for me. What works for me, what might not work for you. It's all about experimenting and finding the things that truly fill your cup and your cup alone. So that is everything I wanted to share about morning routines. If you have a morning routine, share it with me. DM me. Let me know what it is. If you have questions about your morning routine, let me know. If you have a morning routine and you're like, this isn't working or, you know, you want a morning routine revamp, DM me. Like, I love mornings. I love morning routines and... um. I would love to to come up with different ideas and different ways that you can start your morning. So, so yes, I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope you have a great morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. And I am so excited to hear what morning routines you come up with. 
I love you so, so, so much. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. All right, my loves, that wraps up today's episode. If anything resonated with you, I would love so much if you reviewed, rated, and shared it with the world. And be sure to tag me over on Instagram. You can find me at double underscore Logan Dawson. That is actually with two underscores. So do not type out the word double underscore because you will not find me that way. If you feel called to work with me, I do have some programs and other services that you can take your self-love journey to the next level so if that is something you feel called to do send me a dm over on instagram and let's chat about it and most importantly i am sending you all of the love and support today and i hope that you can give yourself the same love too i will see you next time bye